Friday. Oh my God. To whatever higher power it is you believe in, congratulations, you made it. You made it to happy hour. Friday, Geek Beast, happy hour. Hello, nerds. Welcome to Geek Beast, part of the Geekish Network. This is your daily rundown of geeks from, oh no, of geek news from geeks that look like me, geeks that look like you, and geeks that look like my man. Yeah, I know, right? I just, I just took a smell of my glass and it was enough to have me like, whoo, who's that the black lion? Is that Hannibal? It is. Jack, what's cracking, baby? Not much. What's going on? Hey, man, you know, happy Friday. Yeah, Happy Friday to you. How have you been celebrating your day so far? It's a day, a tad bit of celebration. It's been been an interesting day. It's been a very interesting week, you know. Russia invaded Ukraine again Uh, for the million time and doing some Mm -hmm. BS, of course. Um, I've been watching all kinds of videos. I'm like, these dudes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I was having a little quick little powwow with the with the voice in the sky or the co-producer. And it's just, it's always surreal yeah, uh, to look at historical moments in, in war, uh, especially, especially this type of conflict on yeah. television. Um, because it's not, it's not a video game. It's not a scripted television show that you're watching. You know, this is people that have real stakes that's going on. So, um, and it's interesting because in America, we don't have this fear. Not right now. We don't. You know, we're, yeah. we're surrounded by two other countries. Both of them are allies for the most part, and we're more powerful than them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, here, here's what we're gonna do real, real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go ahead because this is happy hour because I, I want I want to make sure we we, we set the tone. Yeah. Um, and if you it's, and if this is your first happy hour show, uh, you know, we kind of just kick back and have like a quick drink, and we kind of just you know shoot the ish. Um, I'll go ahead and start off real quick because I want to do just a quick toast to everybody's um, safety and peace of mind regarding all the conflicts that's going on. And I'm yeah. sipping on uh, just just a little bit of Bacardi. Chuck, what you sipping on real quick? Man, I'm sipping on whiskey, the Japanese kind, you know, mm-hmm. this is Centuri Toki. So, okay. yeah. I can shout out. They should sponsor us for that right there. That's a big exactly. shout out. To you. They should sponsor us on that. I got, I got yeah. some red, got some red wine. Gentlemen. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah, there we go. What you said? Hey, yeah, just a little, little quick sip of, of, of respect to uh, for those going through it. Uh, yeah, family and loved ones are going through it. Uh, peace of mind and safety. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, hey, chat. What y'all out there sipping on? Yeah, I saw the funk chill. out there. Paul, what's cracking out there, man? Thank you for, for hopping in. Yo, he got some bourbon going on. Actually, he, he got that. bourbon. Yeah, that messing with that, that brown lady. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. Oh, man. Hey, so one more little piece of the spiel. Yo, if this is your first time hanging out with us on Geek Beast, we typically, on Monday through Thursday, uh, we give you the Geek News Beat and we share our opinions with you. Uh-huh. Since we are people of color, uh, we feel that our uh, viewpoint is going to be a little bit different than what you would typically see in your typical news feed. That's why we do what we do. All right, so I think that's all the big formalities out of the way. Yeah. Yo, man, so hey, just to just to just kick off anything. Yo, how many of y'all are on that Elden Ring? Not touching it. Probably would never ever touch it. It's dope. Nope. Oh, Elden nope. Ring is crazy nope. dope. 
It's two things oh. I don't like in one game that I really I love it. I love everything about it. That I you don't I like rage be, games. I want to play those games. I want to know. No, no. So it's it's first of all, it's a from it's software a game. game. Yes, and that means yeah. it's a Souls. It's just game. not I'm for like, the faint of heart. Play the Souls game. It's <laughs> easier than the Souls. What does that mean? What does that mean? Tell me what does that mean? What does mean? What does it mean to be easier than the Souls game? <laughs> what does that mean from the people that make Souls games? The number yeah. two, they're like, oh. This is open world. This is open yep. as 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 Breath of the Wild. <laughs> that means you can run straight up to a boss if you want to. Matter if fact, you want to, <laughs> you can just be walking through the walking through the forest and a boss will run up on you. No, yeah. no, I got that at Demon Souls. I was walking around the corner one time in Demon Souls and got hit by a, a sergeant class character, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm done. I'm tired of dying. I am tired of dying." Well, this has been one of the most anticipated games. It's been one of the most anticipated games for like the past five years, I think. I think it's been since since they announced it. Um, it's finally here after a few couple of delays. Uh, hit hit yesterday. And if you're not familiar with um, uh, with From Software, some yeah, From Software, I think it's the production mm-hmm. company. Is that the name of it? Yep. Uh, they make they make rage games. Uh, if you're not familiar with the term rage games, it's when you get so mad because of the difficulty level that many times sticks uh, consoles, <laughs> television screens, monitors, and loved ones uh, end up becoming broken as a, as a result of it. And to make matters even worse, what Chuck was saying, it is a sandbox game that has yeah. that type of gameplay with it as well. It's very beautiful, though. It's very beautiful. It's tons yeah. of fun. It's hard as hell, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, oh, when you start out, you're gonna die in the first five seconds. I don't need yeah. that. I, I, who wants yeah. that? Who, who, who said? You know what? <laughs> I want to die every time I walk, like walk into a village, because yeah. nope, nope, nope. Mm-mm. Yeah. And I walk love in and the boss be like, like, yeah, welcome to this level. You be like, yeah, yeah. word. <laughs> I mean, I, they, they've always made games like this from the moment they made yep. Armor Core. They, they've always made games with that. You have to learn the pattern. You're going to die yep. a million times learning the pattern. Yep. And guess what? You're going to keep playing. No, I'm good. Yep. I heard Sekiro Sekiro's the yep. same way. Same people play through. Yep. Same people. story that mm-hmm. nonetheless. Yep. Uh, all um, the Souls the games. They're, they have their own genre of game now. That's yeah. how bad they are. Like, oh, yeah. it's a Souls game. They, they can call it a from software game. They don't want to do that because you don't want to give a company that much that much props. But nah. mm. yeah, if you're if you're with it that type amazing, of thing, though. it does it does it look it looks amazing. It plays okay. It plays a well. It takes it's a learning curve, especially because I'm not a Souls fan, so it's a learning curve for me. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you. But, yeah, let's see how long you take. An early. You think you're gonna beat it? Uh, you gonna I beat don't it? know. Now I don't have the time to beat it, but you know, yeah. I don't did mind getting beat, lost in the did world. Did you read Breath of the Wild? Uh no, I did not. My son oh, did it for me, but how would you again. go to this game if you didn't beat Breath of the Wild? Like Breath of the I Wild mean, is the is the training wheels. It's the kid, kid version of this. Yes. Yes. I yeah. I've, I have played Breath of the Wild. I've gotten I've gotten, you know, a pretty decent uh a, a, a pretty decent amount into it. I've got this nowhere game. in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I played for like thirty hours and done nothing, <laughs> yeah. done absolutely nothing. Go around beating up little minions because I can. Do you remember your first Rage game? I think mine was um was the first time Ninja Gaiden was a Sigma. I think it was Sigma. 
it was the, that was like one of my very first rage games where I was like, why would anybody make something like this? Why? <clears throat> it's um, what's it called when you uh, when you love pain? Um, I forgot what it's called. Oh, shoot, it'll come to me in a second. Masochist. It's, it's yes, yes. It's it's like you have to be a full blown masochist to enjoy this. And I loved Ninja Gaiden. I love the original old yeah. NES one. And Ninja Gaiden Two was legendary. It was like one of the one of the best sequels for that type of game ever. And then they went to the big boy consoles and did, I think it was Ninja Gaiden Black, Ninja Gaiden Sigma, and there was like another one. And I was like, this is ridiculous. But it was so dope. It was so cool to kind of do the... Not for its rage game? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. The games that made me, What game made me go like, oh, shit, I'm going to break something. <laughs> Let me think. What made me do? Let me think about that one for a while mm. second. I want to say Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden, yeah. Ninja Gaiden was one of those games, but yes. not I, the game came late. I want to say probably Ghosts and Goblins made me rage quit. That's actually a really good one, low key. I think Ghosts you know, and for, Goblins was the game for two D side scroller. Yeah, yeah, that game. I think that game is the game. It was Ghosts and Goblins. I think. <laughs> I think Ghosts and Goblins had me ready to fight somebody. <laughs> you know, yo, big shout out to Ronnie. He said a Street Fighter two. Was his uh was his first race? Oh game. wow, really? Make you wanna, I was decent at that game, so I was okay table. with that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would probably say it might have been it might have been Ghosts and Goblins for sure. That may, I was like, is it Alter Beast? No, it's not Alter Beast. You know, I hate Alter Beast. See, Ninja Gaiden, it doesn't cheat you. It turns it's a fighting game that you have to be really good at. But yeah, but when I played Soul Ninja Souls? Gaiden three mm-hmm. after the Sigma one. Ninja Gaiden mm-hmm. 3 cheated you. You walked in the room and somebody shooting projectiles at you before you can even look up to see where they are in the room. So you have to <laughs> run out in the room and jump, look and see where they are, and you realize they're beside you on the side <laughs> wall shooting. So you walk in the room facing this way, and they're shooting mm-hmm. from the side. And you're like, what? That's unfair. That's totally unfair. It's like you're cheating me. I hate so the from software games, they don't cheat you. You die because mm-hmm. you suck. And they make sure you know that. Yeah, that's that's the thing. That's the part that's more frustrating. Because you see the animation and you're like, oh, I just got out. Well, there it goes. That was that was definitely, yeah, that was definitely on me. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's something interesting about it, in case you didn't know, regarding um Elder mm-hmm. Elden Ring, is that uh George Railroad Martin, George R.R. Martin. Uh, mm-hmm. Is allegedly had a very big part in yeah. it. They haven't really said specifically exactly what that part is. We're assuming it's dealing with the story because that's that's his wheelhouse, his story. But um, you know, I haven't I haven't seen it. You know, regarding I'm like, oh, that's definitely a George R R moment. I, I haven't seen none of that. Yeah. But um, but you know, I, I, assume, I, you know, I heard he did the story, like the concept idea of the story, okay. and how it plays is him, and then he said, "From software, do your thing, make it impossible." punish people mm. yeah would you want to see a game um that was a uh, story done by let's say somebody like james gunn would you want to see like mainstream uh directors and other story creators who better question let me let me let me re-say this what other creator would you like to see as a director of a video game be it in be it books if they're an author, be the a director. director of video games. Yeah, somebody that would like put their put their vision out. I don't think I trust a film director to do video games. We've seen what they do. Um, 
They're not because they can't relinquish control. Shots fired, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I don't think I don't think a filmmaker can make a good video game. I don't think that's that's capable. I think they're they, they're totally incapable of doing so. Hmm. Oh, well, I think they, okay. I think they could probably do cinematic directing of a video game, but actually be a game director? Nah, they don't understand. You have to understand interactivity. You know, I've worked around a bunch of people that were filmmakers and something. They've been making video games, and I've been mm-hmm. with them. Like, you have no idea what you're doing. But wait a minute one of one of the more popular games of the early two thousands was done by none other than Vin Diesel. It was a Riddick game that was yes, actually really good. Vin Diesel was the executive producer. He put It was his studio. He pointed up all the money. He had mm-hmm. a really good game director and said, mm-hmm. make your dream and make me sure I start in it. Did you play it? Yes. And it's a great game. It was good. It was yeah. good, right? It was like yeah. it was low-key yeah. really yeah. good, right? So he's attached to the game, but he was the money guy. He was the guy that said, I like video games. I know how to make them. Let me hire up a studio of a bunch of people that know how to make video games. Okay. Like it's Guillermo del Toro was set to do one with Hideo right. Kojima, which was right. an interesting marriage because what would have happened is Guillermo probably would have cut, carved the story and said, Hideo, you always want to make a movie, but you always make games and they're full of fluff <laughs> and all kinds of platitudes and 12 and hours nonsense, of dialogue <laughs> nonsensical story let me it's put a sensical story to it and give yeah. you a game like i didn't play i didn't play hideo's last game i didn't play death stranding death you stranding at, yeah you fling, fling blood poo at creatures i'm good Ooh. Ooh. i'm good, I'm good. <laughs> Big, sh- big mm-hmm. shout out to the funk and anybody else, yo, please pop into the chat and let us know because we just kicking it. Uh, you know, I'm still in a moment of sanity before the liquor all the way kicks in. But the funk said, uh, he said, yo, Steven Spielberg, Boom Blocks on Wii was hot. I think I remember Boom Blocks. I got to actually go to the go to the interweb and take a look at this. Boom Blocks. No, Boom Blocks is, is a puzzle game. And I think Steven Spielberg said, I got this idea of a puzzle game. Let's make that. But let's let's be honest. Oh, the funk. you remember Boom Blocks. Let, boom Blocks was that was fun. That was fun. Yeah, but he didn't direct that stuff. Come on, y'all. Y'all quit, quit that. Y'all quit that. That's on Amblum. You know, that, guys. y'all quit that. Because he's supposed to do LMNO, too. That was on right. the Wii, and it never happened. Well, hold on. There was also another director that had a really large influence over one of the NBA 2Ks, and that was Spike Lee. Spike Lee had his version yeah. where he oh, did the yeah. storytelling. Oh, yeah. It said do the cinematics. Don't do can't, but you don't have to do the game in 2K. 2K is done by 2K. You let him do the story mode. Well, isn't story really important when you're creating when you're creating a game? Like, isn't uh-huh. that what, what aids into the immersion? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Games, you can figure out the game mechanics first, and then you can wrap a fictional wrap around it. When you figure out what you're doing in the game and you make that really fun, you can make it space aliens and cowboys. As long as you can make a story, you can make a story come out of thin air. You know? Mm. You know, don't get me wrong, there's some stories that came with the game, such mm. as The Last of Us, but they knew right. that game mechanic. They they've been working on it uncharted, and then like let's slow down the game mechanic, change the camera a little bit and make it more methodical, but the most important thing in gameplay in games is gameplay and interactivity is the immersion. Right. You right. know, there's been a lot of horrible games with great stories. <laughs> You're probably telling the exact truth. Horrible games with great yeah. stories. You know, shout out to the funky game. 
Mm-hmm. Yo, he said, uh, um, uh, Yusef Ferris. Uh, oh, that's right. I forgot about him. Yusef Ferris is a movie director who's been on a hot streak in games. It takes two, one game of the year, uh, at the, uh, at the Dice Awards last, uh, last night. So, yo, game of the year award. We watched that live actually. Yeah. Uh, and we were, we kind of sat there and was like, oh, wow, you know, movie directors, uh, and people. Have you seen Yusef Forrest's uh, design team? He got a bunch of badass designers in there, too, sitting with him. Tons well, of well, well, to, to, to give credit, Spielberg is, a, is an amazing director, but he's not shooting anything without a crew. You know, you oh, have yeah, to I have agree. a crew. I agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah. I agree. So, and, and I'm sure that that is how it is with, with games as well. Well, at least these AAA games yeah. Um, and, and, you have to have a really large team. And let's be honest, the games are fun, kind of the asymmetric in a two-player. But are they really great games? I'm gonna say Brothers and Tell the Two Sons is really a great game. Well, I don't know about that, but it takes two exactly. really good. It takes it two is, really is. good. I mean, I mean, it, it takes two is really good. I think all his games are really good. You know, a way out is a really good game. The story's good, but the gameplay is like, uh. Come on, Defunk. Come on. Come on, Defunk. <laughs> you know, these games are not comparing to anything that comes out of Nintendo's wheelhouse. They don't even have story on half their games. You're a plumber trying to save a princess. And, 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 or, 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 or you're this warrior trying to save this chick named Zelda. Come on. <laughs> you know, the, the stories aren't, aren't saving these games, you know. He knows that. Don't get me wrong. He make they make good, interesting games and good narrative games. Don't get me wrong. His games are probably better than uh, uh, Quantic Dreams games, which are all narrative gameplay. Choose your own adventure. Mm. But they're not. They're not. They're not changing. They're not better than a from software game. <laughs> well, all right. So why is the conversation with a, a lot of movie game. directors? A lot uh-huh. of movie directors are saying that games are going to be the new movies. You know, um, I am a firm believer of you are not going to make any movie good unless the story is solid, regardless of who the director is, regardless of who the actor yeah. is, regardless of who well, the anything. Nothing is more important than story. And if these yeah. directors are kind of like taking the standpoint of saying that the new movies are going to be games then how does that exist with you having amazing gameplay? The only people and still being immersive without a good story. Only people saying that is directors because they ain't making that blockbuster money that games has been making since the eighties or nineties. So games have been crushing uh, the movie industry for a long time, but there's mm-hmm. there's some fame and glory around being in movies because seeing it on a silver screen makes all the difference, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That's slowly that old going prestige. That's deteriorating. It's not the same. And so everybody wants to get in games because it's the metaverse and you have to be interactive and they want to be in VR and AR and blah, 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 and blah, 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 you know? And so they all want to jump in. But when you talk to any of these people, they have no idea. So this is the game I want to do where you walk down this hallway and you you shoot ghosts with a laser gun. It's kind of like Ghostbusters, but it's not. Like, what's the core mechanic in that? Shooting ghosts. Why is that even fun? Make that fun. Convince me that's fun. I don't know. Well, about it. I got a story. Nobody plays games for stories. People play games. I don't know, man. Well, I, I, there's a very, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I, well, I can't go on you completely because, because there's, 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 there's games that look horrible even today, like yeah. from a look standpoint. 
Um, but play play very play decent enough, but the story gets people. Another one, a big one is Undertale. Uh, my, my son plays it. Um, it's it's still got old like old Super Nintendo soundtrack. That's so that's, cool. But but the immersive thing the about it. It's but the that's look at the game. That, that that's that's got him. Now, nah, what people fall in love with Undertale is the compulsion loop of what you're doing. That dopamine hit that you get, boom, boom. Mm. That dopamine hit hits like it's like it's like on the beat, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm doing right. And the story just mm. adds to it because before they before they put that made that game Undertale, they had mm. all those levels done, and they knew mm. exactly what they were making. Like, okay, let's put a story around it, and they throw the story on at the very end. Mm. So you're the camp that story doesn't matter. I, I no, woefully what, disagree. It does but, not, um, it's not saying it doesn't matter, but mm-hmm. gameplay matters more. Gameplay. Mm-hmm. Like, like for example, we have Wukong, the game of the of the journey of the West that's coming mm-hmm. out of game science in China. Mm-hmm. If their gameplay doesn't match up to as good as that game looks, no matter how interesting that story is going to be from, from the, the journey of the West, we've seen it a million times, that game's not going to sell. It's going to come out and not work. And what makes God of War work, for example, the gameplay is really well done and it has a really strong story. Now, the marriage of both is always the win. You know, the marriage of both. Like I tell everybody, when, when Uncharted 2 won Game of the Year versus mm-hmm. Arkham Asylum, the reason mm-hmm. was because Uncharted 2 had a better camera system. The camera just worked better and it was more cinematic camera, which always well, looks better. It was action packed. I mean, yeah. Arkham was okay. The story is all over the place on, on Arkham. The, the Arkham. story on Uncharted, it was made for a cinematic style audience. That's why it looks and feels cinematic. It's why people but, love Uncharted. Casuals Arkham, love Uncharted more than our yeah. course. But Arkham Asylum is truly a gamer's game because it had game mechanics and it was one level that as you got better and became Batman again and unlocked your abilities again and because you got access to certain tools, mm. the, um, the level unlocked. It was a very smart game. You're on Arkham Asylum and your job is to find where the fuck Joker is because he don't lock down Arkham and held it up as a fort. It's attack the fort game and that's what you're doing in it. And you're going around one asylum that's unlocking all kinds of things in it. Yeah, but the story was kind of like all over the place. Whereas Uncharted is really simple. Like it's simple but complex enough to to maintain it's interesting. And there's very there's very few lulls in it. I mean, I think that to me was is it's one of the yeah. reasons why yeah. Uncharted got picked up by Sony, you know, as a to make a movie. From because it was already cinematic to, to oh yeah to begin oh yeah with. oh yeah they made a cinematic game but they but when you talk to Amy she knew her gameplay and she hired some of the they have, they have some of the best game designers in the industry working for that studio you know where Nathan Drake's story was second was second to pair compared to what she was making in the story and then don't get me wrong she had moments where she's like I don't think they they're gonna go there kill that whole entire level of course she did that because you she know why this. Good. I'm sorry. But, I, I cut it, you off. That was rude. But Please. it was, but but it was all about the the gameplay. She said the gameplay was too difficult, and Nathan's too clumsy to be here. So let's kill that. Like El, like the funk said, El Shaddai, Ascension of, of the Matatron, is a be- beautiful game, interesting story. But the gameplay is like, uh we're jumping. But you see, know? here's the flip side of that coin. Here's uh-huh. the flip side of that coin. The Last of Us. 
Mm-hmm. People love The Last of Us. The gameplay, bar none, is, is some of the best gameplay you've ever played. But the story, the story is one of the things that makes it that makes it absolutely legendary. There's a lot of people. There's, there's even there's even side stories that are just as incredible as the main story. People enjoy the story and the characters okay. so much. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Mm-hmm. People enjoy the side. People enjoy the story and the characters so much that The Last of Us Two is a far 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 superior gameplay game far i mean probably probably one of the better gameplay type games of that year that of its release outside of maybe ghost of tsushima uh when it came out legendary gameplay performance people hated it in droves because of a character that was beloved who died you don't fall in love with a character unless they have a story behind them yeah the story that that game could have been a legendary end all decade type game had they had the story in a way that people really wanted to hear although i also want to be sure and make sure i'm clear when i say this the people that hate it had bias and 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 um uh, messed up reasons as to why they didn't like it because they didn't want to expand their mind and, and think on a different way. But regardless of that, the narrative, whether you agree with the narrative or not, the narrative was the reason why people had such disdain for that property. I hear what you're saying. And people will tell you today, Breath of the Wild is a better game and it has n- hardly any story. You go save, you go save Zelda and everybody knows that story. And then we played that game for real. We played that game for over 20 years. The same exact game with Link. And and people will tell you, Breath of the Wild is a better game. Breath of the Wild is a better game. It, it, and it's because it all the systems, all the features, and what you do in that game. Uh, well, let me well, let me let me be a fortune teller for you, real mm-hmm. quick. If you are going to appease the hearts and minds of people on the medium on, on the medium such as television and movies, I don't care how much gameplay it has. Eventually, if that's going to be your key focus, because you have to move people emotionally. Without it, it's not it's not going to sustain. But so, the, but, the gaming but, industry is going to have to is going to have to do something if they want that level of of. They're, they're they're getting that because kids aren't watching television film. They're they're occupied with games. That's I mean, when I was at Netflix, that was the biggest things. When Reed came out and said, "It's not HBO Max. It's not. It's not. It's not YouTube. It's these are not the enemy. The enemies Roblox, uh, uh, Minecraft, Fortnite." Destiny, uh, Uncharted. He says our enemy is video games. Video games. All the young kids, everybody, everybody thirty and under. All the, you know the older people are not really. They're just now subscribing and streaming media, but they're dying. They're going to be dead. And from our generation to our kids and our grandkids, they grew up on video games. They grew up on Roblox. Kids, kids aren't playing watching TV no more. They're playing Roblox. And they, they are, they, but they're watching a different type. They, yeah, they, they story, they story is still other. in their diet, but it's different. it is. It's but they watch different. each other. The, story, story, the stories are quicker. The stories are quicker. Yeah. Hence, tick, hence the TikTok yeah. religion, but it's still story. There's still a beginning, middle, and end. There's still an emotional attachment. And, regarding if, regardless if it's a if it's a 15 second clip if it's a three hour bollywood film so, or if it's a hundred hour video so game there's a story key. in there that's going to make, there's a reason there's a reason why 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 elden ring grabbed george rr R. martin 
There's a reason because no, George he is R. R. Martin wanted to be a part of Elden Ring. Regard, no, no, don't get it twisted. You don't spend. He didn't do it for free. I promise you. Oh he no! Oh no. oh no! Oh no! Oh no! He, he went in as a producer. You're not. Ring, you're right? not going to get. You're not getting George R. R. Martin to talk about game mechanics. That's not his wheelhouse. Oh, no, but you, he wants to you're not score. going to George R. R. Martin to do to 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 figure out uh, the left and right button and 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 how the no, how the no, controller no. interacts. What what is the reason why George R. R. Martin is hired? Tell me why is he hired? I don't think he was hired. I think he went to uh, from software. With why is he working? The semantics. Why is he working for the team? Why he tells good stories? He tells good stories. One of the most highly anticipated games in the last five years went out to find a storyteller, not just any storyteller, an award-winning, legendary PC. This is what PC Gamer said. George R. R. Martin may be shocked on how well his Elden Ring lore has been twisted. So he made the lore first. They took the lore and twisted it. I mean, he for, made I, the I, lore for this. For, for he said, hey, I got this lore. Can y'all make, can, who can make a game for me? Listen, from software, you might say, add, we'll make the game. We'll pitch you a game for you. You might add a little salt and a little pepper to the recipe, but the recipe is still there. But, like, but there's a reason they they went right. They went and got so, one of the so, world's greatest storytellers you just, you just for this property. My point, though, you just proved my point. You said these kids like shallow story, faster, quicker, boo, boo, boo. That's I what just said they like story. Are. I they, said they like story. This is video games, right? Name a video game mm-hmm. that doesn't tell a story. Even Street Fighter tells a story. It's fast, quick, and it's a full story. All yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. Story. I'm not arguing with that. I'm just All saying. I'm saying if you. But I'm saying if play, you neglect it, it's, it's, it's not the going. Most important part of a game, you don't you don't watch game. You play games. People can watch game with you, but you play games. Like Fortnite, yeah. what's the story of Fortnite? This doesn't have a story. The fuck it don't. They had a new story every single week. When they had a brand new character, it, that it, character, the reason why that character uh-huh. is popular is because the character comes with a story. Oh, and then you course. bring that Spider-Man's story. A, the story Spider-Man's of Spider-Man. There's a story as to why there's, there's, there's web slinging. There's a story but, why there's but, Jedi's but, but, running around in Fortnite. Check this out. Check None this of that out, comes right? without a story. If that out, was right? the case, you would just have person number, person W dressed up like this. That that have story that nobody plays because the gameplay sucks. No, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not saying it's the cure all and the game sucks and it has it's all game it's all players with story all the all the characters in jump have story they're beloved Naruto uh, you have uh, uh, one one piece you you have all the characters there and nobody plays that game because the gameplay sucks. The gameplay has to be good. Once the gameplay is good, it don't matter. They brought Marshmallow into uh, uh, damn Fortnite. You got Ariana Grande. They just made. They just brought in Anderson Pock and Bruno Mars. Yeah. And they don't have that story. They like we just we're testing. We're gonna throw everything into it. Now it did have a story when it had a, a hardcore game story. When it was Fortnite, where you had to build a fort by name that day and protect the fort at night against zombies. That game failed. Is when they ripped all that out and said, we're going to make this a battle royale. And when they said battle royale, everybody knew what that was based on the manga. Because mm-hmm. the battle royale is a, is a genre. And they were like, yes, we're all in for that. 
It's like when you look at Call of Duty, the campaign gets played by some players, but majority of players in Call of Duty play multiplayer. They don't care about that story. They don't care about their game. They just want to get multiplayer. They people go to the campaign to unlock things that couldn't have a multiplayer that they want to show out they got. You know, and don't get me wrong. Story story is a good rapper, but it's secondary to the gameplay. There's a lot of MMOs out there that have great story, but nobody's ever played them. But you have MMOs like World of Warcraft that have really great gameplay, then have a great story attached to it. Or they have a mediocre story that just comes off as great story because the gameplay is so good, so you forgive it. You're like, mm, the gameplay is hot. No, the story is hot, but the gameplay is amazing. A lot of people do that. A lot of people do that. Mortal Kombat has a damn story. It has a long story. Mortal Kombat has Mortal an actual Kombat. cinematic mode that we forgive it because the gameplay is so good. So don't get me wrong. Listen. Sto- Stories there, Listen, but it's Mortal not. Kombat is a perfect example. Mortal Kombat was getting a little long in the tooth, and they had to shake things up. And the best way that that company could shake things up is they infused story. So where did they go to get story? To one of the greatest story creators of all time outside of Marvel, and that is DC. They brought in the entire DC lineup. And each one of those characters came with story. Why? Because Mortal Kombat was just starting to get a little repetitive. They added the story to actually, spice things up. That's 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 what that's that's all I'm trying to say. Actually, there's a Warner reason Brothers why George R. R. Martin the is there. Warner Brothers went to Nether Realms and said, Could y'all do this game for me? Because me and the funk know the only you known the, know the lead programmer from that company at the time. They came to them and said, Hey, y'all make a kick-ass fighting game. Do that for our properties. We'll help you out with the story. But nobody played uh, 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 Injustice for the story. People played Injustice to beat those superheroes and beat up on each other. The gameplay was so good. Don't get me wrong. They could have went to any other any other studio to make a fighting game. They could have went to Capcom. They could have went to the Street Fighter team. They could have went to the Marvel versus Capcom team to ask to make them a fighting game. They went to Nether Realms because they liked that gameplay. And Nether Realms makes kick-ass combat and they make great combat mortal Kombat story is better than their dc stories when you play those story modes Justice? in those games yes i don't know yes mortal Kombat, but their story is better than injustice because it's so over the top and pushes like 90s action hero shit to the next level and but nobody really plays that because you know what everybody plays it for they play it to fight each other like when you watch Sonic Fox, who brings in the, the most viewers for fighting games on that brand of game on Mortal Kombat or Injustice, they don't watch it because he's going to tell a story. They watch it because he tells a story with people's asses in supreme, in supreme knowledge. But he wouldn't play that game if that game sucked. There's tons of fighting games that suck, like Dead or Alive and whatnot. Those games aren't, they, they have interesting, interesting stories, but nobody listens to them. Soul Calibur has an interesting story. You know, but nobody nobody cares because those games aren't fun. People want to play fun games. Games have to be fun first. I'm not arguing against that. I'm just saying games story, have to be fun. Right. Story story is a nice story is good icing on a uh, well made cake. I hear you, but I'll just mm-hmm. just mark my words. Hey, I, I, and I'm glad that this is going to be recorded. 
Mark my words. Mm-hmm. Mark my words. If ga- if gaming wants to hop in and 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 take the attention that that television and movie has, you're gonna need story. You're going to. I mean, there's there's there's. You make it seem like why, no why does gaming need but, to do that? Why would gaming need to do that? They make more money than both of those industries. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not arguing that. I'm just that. saying. I'm. Just, I'm saying. If you want to, there's a reason. <laughs> they have like, like, like China's not watching television. They're playing games. Korea, Japan, all of Africa, all of Eastern Europe, even in Ukraine, they're still playing games. They're like, we can survive. You know, they got free games that make more money than movies do. Free big, game. Hold on, big, big, big shout out to Chad again, Defunk. He said, uh, "Way before injustice in NRS, uh, it was Midway in DC versus MK. Uh, then after Midway collapsed, NRS became part of Warner's game groups. Uh, that's uh, NeverSoft, right? Never is that yeah. NRS. No, that's uh, Nether Realms. Nether Realms. Nether Realms. Okay. Uh, Defunk also said, uh, so they became an in-house dev and sister company to DC. To DC." Uh, mm-hmm. All those arc system fighting games have ridiculous long visual novels delivering the stories, but nobody but weebs are going to sit through all of that. No, nobody sits through them. Mm-hmm. Nobody sits through them. People, people hop in and play Dragon Ball Fighters because Dragon Ball Fighters is a really good fighting game. Those Naruto games, they failed. Beautiful games, but they failed because they're not fun. They're good for the story mode, but they're not good to continually play. I'm just glad this is being recorded. Yeah, because, yeah. Because I, I, I know it's and I told you so more. The oldest, the oldest thing older than time, older than anything. Yeah, the oldest thing ever. And the thing has been the most consistent outside of selling yeah. draws on the corner, outside of selling sex. Story is the oldest thing of time. It is. It's not it going is. anywhere. It it's not I'm, going I, anywhere. I, I didn't say ever. it's never has, going anywhere. I didn't say the story doesn't have to be in. I said story is not the most important thing. It's what you do. And as you as you look at the metaverse, is what you do because people are active in it. And a lot of filmmakers don't give anybody agency. They want to control the cameras. They want to control what the characters do. They want to control what you can do. And that's not how you look at games. Game designers realize the player can do whatever they want to do. My job is the yes and then create your own story. Yeah, it's not even it's storytelling. It's not. It's not. It's not about creating your own story. It's like I'm yes ending the player to do what they want to do to the point where they don't. They that distraction. They let it go and focus on the gameplay. Well, like, yeah, like, I mean, like, like you can, the number you can one rip key off, for most of this is is you can rip off all of you can rip off like God of War three. I, I love God of War three, right? You can rip mm-hmm. off all of Kratos's veneer and make him. Uh, and make Kratos a human that is fighting aliens that live in, in space, and it'd be the same exact game. It'd just be a story about you know, human killing aliens to get their powers and trying to take them down. And that could be that story, the same exact story. You know, you can make you can make him a cowboy who's hunting aliens in space, and that would that would sell just as well as God of War three because the gameplay is so good and the cameras amazing in that game now all that's important like i think the elements of good filmmaking coming into a game enhance the game but stories the thing that's just like okay now let's put a story around this what are we doing okay you did this really cool thing in this level what's the story to get us there how do we get there you did this one cool thing you know you made this bullet time action happen 
how do we weave that in the story displaying to the player? That's what you need to do. Like Bayonetta, right? Bayonetta doesn't have a great story overall. She's a witch. She's an umber witch who's out killing angels. And it's considered the best action game. Like, what's the story for a devil may cry? Nobody really cares. <laughs> you know? Hey, we're going to change gears. Mm-hmm. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish, finish no, that I'm up. Saying, I'm saying, so story's there, but story's not the strongest element. Story doesn't sell games. Games sell games. That was the game. Never mind. I'm not going to argue. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, just, I'll just say I'm glad this is recorded because we will absolutely be visiting this again. Hey, Call of okay. Duty, we're going to change it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yo, hey, Call of Duty, because we're going to still stick, still stick into the game mm-hmm. space. Uh, okay. They've been having problems with cheaters nonstop. Um, and, you know, what do you do? Maybe take away some of their powers, one of, the, one of their ideas of how to deal with some of these cheaters. So now Call of Duty is going to let you destroy cheaters with your own automatic god mode. Yeah. So uh, the new damage shield in Call of Duty Warzone um, um, excuse me, Call of Duty's Warzone's news ricochet anti-cheater software makes a cheater's bullets bounce right off you. So you can close in while they're hilariously fail around and then destroy them yourself. So um, Activision has claimed that it is only going to activate this when the server detects a cheater's tampering with the game in real time and that there's no possibility for the game to apply a damage shield randomly or by accident. Um, so we're kind of like taking the teeth out of the the out of the cheaters um, grip and, you know, allowing them to not have a fun time. Is this going to work? Grieving cheaters? I don't know. I think mm-hmm. cheaters will get off on this. I think they'll find ways to get around it and get off on it. That's hard to say. Like, oh, we're going to punish you because you're cheating and give somebody else God mode powers. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yep. it makes the people that get Godmo powers feel good. I don't think cheaters yeah. care. Cheaters are there to cheat, so they're like, okay, I'll figure a way around this too. So they can't just boot you. I don't understand you. I mean, it yeah, seems like be, a very that's what I'm saying. It'd be easier just to boot around you. the way. The threat of being booted weighs more than somebody killing you in God mode. Good morning, good evening. It's like unless you unless you put that on their badge, and every time they come in, somebody has God mode to kill them every time. So it makes them want to quit the game. They just rage quit the game. It's like you hop in the game and somebody, you're a cheater. They're like somebody mm-hmm. always has, has God mode to kill you at any given moment. They hit a button, they kill you. Boom, boom. So it's like, how much do I hate you as you're a cheater? <laughs> it makes you, make you, make you quit. It makes you quit. Uh, I don't know if it's going to work. I mean, we'll see. Like, like we said earlier, I think the easiest way is just to kick them out. But, you know, they'll, they've been finding ways to worm around all of this. Um, hey, uh, did you know that there were that they were planning to do a, an alien TV show? So no. like, like alien, not aliens, arguably okay. one of the greatest sequels of all time, arguably. Um, so apparently it's supposed to take place before Ripley. So I guess we're I hope not going as far back. You as know like what Prometheus, Prometheus was? Yeah. Is it before or after was, Prometheus? We don't really talk about Prometheus. Like, we don't talk about Bruno. I thought that was <laughs> no, I hear, I hear it's better. I hear it's better. I hear it's, a, I heard it's actually aging well. That's what, that's what I've heard. I've only watched it the one time and I was kind of done. But um, I hear it's aging well. Uh, according mm-hmm. to The Voice in the Sky, that, that series is going to be coming out on Hulu. So 
looks like uh, I guess. You know, maybe, I, 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 I mean, I mean, Fox got to do something, right? Keep the keep, mm-hmm. keep the brand alive. I mean, it makes sense, I guess. Yeah. The sh- the I, show is being head- headed up by Noah Hawley, who a previous one acclaimed for his Fargo TV series uh, that was inspired by the Coen Brothers movie of the same name. People loved that that Fargo yeah, show. I, the few the few people I know, it's not a lot that I've known that's seen it, but all of them rave on it. They're like yeah, Fargo, I love Fargo. Like the best kept secret. And I heard that yeah. show is amazing. That's interesting because I know what that I know I know that he brought the same width of the Fargo movie into that movie so i wonder if he's going to mm-hmm. bring what made alien and aliens great into their move into this show mm-hmm. you know what i really want what's that them to start remaking stuff and just make something new <laughs> they could make well, the same show and not call it anything alien it could be a whole different type of alien that property is is a bit of a cash machine. They just had yeah. a flopped video game not too long ago that didn't do well at all. None of the video games um, do well. The Space Marine game, none of those games do well. Yeah. So I um, don't. I don't know. I mean, I if it's not Ripley, if, if I don't see Ripley in it, I'm suspect. Yeah, like he's Sigour- one of the, they're, one Sigourney, of the- they're not going to have Sigourney Weaver in it because it's before her. Yeah, so I'm always they have Bishop, or they're gonna about. Bishop or something like. I don't even think well, I want to see that. I'm just tired of them putting expanding universes for properties where the authors didn't even want to spend the universe on them. The creators didn't want to spend the universe. Creators are like, sure, I'll, I'll give you this cash, whatever. Give me the money, right. yeah, you can do whatever you want to do. But just come up with some new story. Let people let experiment with new names and new stuff. Yeah, don't have me in China doing karate. At the karate kid. <laughs> yeah, the kung fu kid. The kung, um, kung so, fu kid up to the up to the last moment. They changed the karate kid three just to make it because it's going to sail. Well, let's 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 get, let's get a little bit of backstory. So it's set in the future. It's it's set on Earth in the future, and mm-hmm. at this moment, it's described as uh, the Edison version, Westinghouse version of of Tesla, kind of. Uh, I'm sure that kind of was obscure. I didn't get that, but um. So uh, where was, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, the um, uh, it's not going to f- it's not going to feature any returning characters from the existing film. So Ripley will not be a part of it, and neither will any other characters uh, other than the alien itself. Uh, see, <sighs> the creator, the creator, he also did Legion. My thing is let him do a story about an alien and not use the alien's alien. Let him create his own alien. Well, isn't that kind of what they? tried to do with Prometheus. It was these weird hybrid alien. I'm trying not to think too hard on Prometheus because that's a super movie. But this creator Mm. could create something where there's a dangerous alien out there and he have his own alien doing whatever it does. That's basically what it is. It was like, oh, we have he made this alien idea. Let's put the alien from aliens in there. Yeah, because that's what's going to sell. (laughs) <laughs> and nobody nobody remembers them, and no everybody has a bad taste in their mouth from Prometheus and nobody really remembers over under the age nobody's ever seen the movie under the age of 25 and nobody uh, nobody 35 to 40 remembers the movie that well because they were so young when they saw it mm. only diehard alien and aliens fans remember that movie very well 
I mean, it's a classic. It's hard. It's hard to beat, yeah, man. I mean, it's, it, it, it birthed. It birthed sci-fi horror. No, I, I mean, I remember, yeah. but I'm in a different space than probably yeah. the average consumer. Yeah, I exactly. mean, it was. It was. It was the the grandfather of sci-fi horror. Your average um, consumer who just saw Transformers Seven doesn't remember they saw Transformers Seven. Don't remember yeah, them seeing it. But here's the thing: your average consumer could give a damn about Sony's Uncharted, and it was. It's one of the best-selling movies in the past two weeks. It's not a yeah because they ain't nothing to they, do. They got freedom. I think the reason why they pick up some of these IPs is because there's a there's a, a there's enough of a fan base that can generate hype and swell in order to get casual people to kind of be to kind of be interested in it. Because I promise you, the majority of the people that went to go see they have a fan base probably have never played the game. Not good. I mean, it swings I mean, both ways, right? The, the the that fence swings both ways. I mean, you know. the, the Walking the Walking Dead was a very was a very niche comic um, that yes. not a whole lot of people knew. Blew all the way up. I'm just saying that they're they're banking on that because they they're not creative enough to come up with their own IP. But nobody so. knew the Walking Dead. It was a fresh IP. People know of no. alien, aliens. Well, yeah, but see, no, but, but, but I'm but I'm saying that like, people knew enough of it to kind of to, to kind of spread the hype because that was one of the things about The Walking Dead is like the people that read the comic knew it was like, oh my god, that's a legendary comic. Let's see if what they can do with it would do with it in live action. Old school people that like you know aliens, there's a reason why they made that game, whether it sucked or not. I mean, it's so a, it's a familiar I mean, IP. Even even people that never watched it know about it. So I make an alien movie. I make an alien show about a mm-hmm. super killer alien that's kind of in between those the movie species and alien mm-hmm. species. And people good. are like, yo, <laughs> this is aliens in between species and alien. Whole different property, new property. We call it geomorphs. I made this <laughs> geomorph movie, this whole new property, this alien that comes out of the planet. And all of a sudden it's between the alien alien and it's a species alien at the same time. People go see that because it reminds them of species and reminds them of alien. You tell me that it's alien and it's not exactly alien when I get it, I'm going to bash it. It's quite, kind of it's like, so sure, alien has an, an audience that's 45 and over, a really big audience, 45 and over. But those people, a lot of those people that are in their 60s and 70s, they don't stream. They're not going to stream on Paramount or Hulu. They're, they're not going to do that. They barely got Netflix. They got Netflix because one of the kids wanted it. And, <laughs> and, and then and then the, the younger people don't even give a shit what older people want. They don't care. They think they think our taste is stupid. I talked to Maybe. enough middle kids. I talked to enough middle kids, uh, middle uh, middle school kids and high school kids that know that tell me our taste is stupid all the time. I believe it, but you know those IPs still have people that know it. And that's yeah, what you're paying yeah. for. They have producers you're, you're, and executive you're, you're producers paying, who are paying willing for the to name pay recognition. For yeah, you're paying for it. the name recognition. It does yeah. half of the lifting of your marketing because so you have a you have an executive producer that grew up on Alien who wants to say I'm part of the Alien TV series. Mm, I don't know, man. It's it's, it's I see I see why they do it. It's a, so it's, it's a marketing research reports. They don't tell you what property it is. They say we're doing we're doing a movie about aliens, an alien, kind of like the movie, but not the movie. <laughs> Would you want to see that? People are like, I don't remember well, that movie. And people are like, yeah, sure. Whatever. I like aliens. 
we are in the age and space where everything has to be a universe in the universe prequels yeah. all of that yeah all of that and it's just the new normal yeah so it's like consumer research consumer insights they do a bunch of interesting studies they never tell you what they're working on it's like oh we're doing a story about alien would you want to see it yeah then some producer guidance like you know what i've always wanted to do i want to i always want to work with uh ridley scott and do an alien movie so i'm gonna do an alien tv show so i can go to his house and talk to him about notes i was uh i'm jumping in real quick mm-hmm I was listening to this podcast in one of the one of the podcasts I always listen to. Um, started as a writer, but now he's actually on the other side. So he would actually critique uh, TV shows, but now he's actually a TV show runner. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was kind of talking about this, and he was saying how um, he'll go and he he's just pitching all these ideas, and he he takes all these meetings now. And then so what he does is he goes in and he says, "Hey, I have this," you know, and they'll ask him like, "Hey, what do you?" What are you working on? They'll, they'll ask the writer or the showrunner, what are you working on? What do you have in ideas? And then um, he'll say, like, yeah, I have this idea, I have this idea, I have this idea. And then they'll pitch it to him saying, like, well, what do you think about this? Because we own this IP. Mm-hmm. We have this IP. We're thinking about doing something in this uh, franchise or this thing like do you think that story that you're doing would fit into this world right exactly and so it's um, I get both of your, your comments because like I, I'm a huge Aliens fan and mm-hmm. I would definitely love to see them do something especially with Noah Hawley but then at the same time it's yeah it does feel like they're just IP chasing and putting it out but again that's also the the age that we're in, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> where yeah. it's like there's no end in sight for this, where they're just going to milk every possible IP that they and, already own, that they already own, because they have these streaming services that they have to push and get subscribers to, or else they're gonna be everybody's going to be out of jobs, (laughs) right? So, um, and it's literally uh, an arms race because you have all these services that are trying to establish a a beachhead and trying to establish, you know, some sort of market share. And as time goes on, you got these behemoths that are really, really pulling ahead. Like HBO Max is actually pulling ahead pretty decently from what I've heard lately too. So, you know, you have all these other things. So we'll see. I think this is going to be, I think it's, it's, it's here to stay. Unfortunately, you know, good or bad, it's here to stay. And hopefully what just happens is that some really cool gems come out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Imagine if HBO, instead of calling it Secession, they called it Dallas. We own Dallas. We're going to call it Dallas. It wouldn't hit as hard as Secession does. The fact they call it Secession makes me think it's something new. Or better yet, better yet, they 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 took they took a, 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 a House of Cards and said, we're going to call it West Wing. It's a dramatic version of West Wing. It's a dramatic version of West Wing. Versus calling a House of Cards. Sure, House of Cards is based on a British show, but imagine they said, "Let's let's get people." People loved West Wing so much. Let's make a dark, a dark gritty version of that and call it West Wing. West Wing two thousand and twelve. 
<laughs> you know, it wouldn't hit as hard because people would expect the original West Wing out of it. Right. People expect when you tell me something is strawberries and it tastes like cherry, then I don't want it when I'm when I'm fixed on strawberries. Or if it's if it's tell me it's strawberries and it tastes like sour strawberries, not sweet strawberries, I don't want it. Like these are the perfect strawberries. Instead of just getting one, we're gonna give you twelve. <laughs> and all twelve of them are bittersweet. You're like, what? You should have told me it was cherries, because that's what they taste like, cherries. Nah, because we don't you didn't want cherries. You said you like strawberries because you had strawberries 20 years. You had a strawberry 20 years ago, 20 years ago. And so we gave you a strawberry. It's interesting what they're doing. But yeah, I wish they would just come with new properties and just fill the market. Like Netflix is about new properties on a lot of stuff. A lot of things on Netflix we've never seen before. Because they're like, we could go out and buy all these licenses we want to. There's a lot of publishing houses out here, book publishers that are going out of business. They are fire selling all their IP. There's a lot of things being optioned out here. But no, we just want to do our own original thing. Sometimes we'll pick up a book IP that we think is strong or we like the author. And we want to show love to it. I think Rodney was was on the money mm-hmm. regarding it's an arms race with some of these mm-hmm. platforms. Um, Netflix more so than any other platform that I've ever seen. Uh, it seems like their strategy is we're going to throw everything against the wall and just see what sticks. Yeah, um, because they're they're actually uh, catching hell for not giving series enough time to to kind of breathe. Um, I was reading an article that was saying something in regards to um, it had the this television series Friends came out today. They would have canceled it after the second season because the the reviews. Yeah. Uh, weren't really that high on 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 the TV show Friends. It wasn't until like it's around third or fourth, third fourth or fifth season that it like really really truly truly like found its legs. Um, so, uh, with with that being said, and they're just going to give everything like one week and not enough time to jail. You either got to knock it completely out the park on your first go around, or you're not going to even get a chance yeah. to get, get a chance to grow. And Netflix is like, well, we don't care. We're throwing yeah. it all against the wall. First of all, whatever sticks. If you're lucky enough to stick, then you'll you'll be lucky enough to get like a second season, and then and they kind of go from there. I agree, but people can't forget what Netflix is. Netflix is not a content producing company. They are a data insights company. Their their whole model is. We happen to be in the business of streaming, but we could sell cars. We could sell. We could sell water. We could sell anything. We just happen to sell entertaining content, flat screen content to people. That's the business we found ourselves into. But what we're great at is mining a lot of data, developing the best insights on that data, and providing what's going to happen from near term to future term with that type of property, with that type of product. So we could sell anything. We just chose. We're choosing right now flat screen content. Huh? And they're dipping yeah. themselves into interactive content now, right? They did the dip mm-hmm. themselves in. They're dipping themselves in because it's it's still close to it's the closest thing they have to flat screen. It's the one thing they know. But right. they develop insights like they know that the Indian woman in Bangladesh likes the same Korean dramas as the Nigerian woman or Nigerian man in, in in London who likes the same things as the Korean man and with with his wife love it too. And they all right. watch around seven o'clock PM their time. 
and we to grab that insight and we know and we know that each of them like a different image the the nigerian woman likes looking at faces the korean couple likes looking at landscapes and we've merged it to them at that perfect time so they can click into it and watch it and they stay with they stay with they don't they don't their product is not the content their product is the service we can serve you something in three and a half seconds be it a burger, be it a shake, be it whatever. We can we give it to you faster and better than anybody else. And so eventually you get tired of eating burgers and you get tired of drinking shakes. You want something different. So we offer you that other thing. And we know that you want that other thing when it comes up. That's their business. Everybody else is a content company. They're trying to make the best content. Oh, you heard it here first. Ladies and gentlemen, we can go ahead and close this out. Thank you. <laughs> For the great insight, because I know it comes from a a, uh, a good place, <laughs> a knowledgeable place, and we'll, mm-hmm. and we'll leave it at that. Hey, and that's going to go ahead and conclude, yo, this this happy hour, yo. Thank you all for hanging out so much and and kicking it with your boys on Geek Beast. Hey, if you happen to miss us uh, on the live stream and you happen to be watching this on Restream and you want to check us out in your car, even when you're going for walks and stuff, yo, check out the podcast. I mean, we're up on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, pretty much any every podcast that you could possibly think of. Uh, make sure you subscribe that way you can get up to date you know new news when it drops and of course subscribe to this youtube channel if you're on here right now go ahead and hit that thumbs up and click the subscribe button and if you're watching this on facebook uh, you can catch us there at forward slash the geekish network on both platforms make sure you hit that like button on facebook hey twitch is still live and we're still doing our thing out there but it's going to be primarily game streams charity streams you know maybe some cooking streams a couple other cool little projects that we got coming so we don't want you to think that the twitch segment of everything is all done yo is still just getting started please consider subscribing to the channel if you have amazon prime you can you can subscribe to us by linking your account and sub to us using prime gaming it costs you nothing but it helps us out tremendously oh we have closed out this week so huge giant shout outs uh to both of of my amazing co-producers yo rodney and chuck thanks so much huge shout out to the funk for curating all of this news that we have giant huge shout out to um um i'm sorry oh my gosh digital click i'm sorry man <laughs> for providing all of uh this the beautiful graphical design and some of the marketing that they do as well my my apologies i'm on autopilot right now because i've been doing this so long uh <laughs> no no for real um digital click really does make us look good we really do appreciate it because when we look good we have good shows when we have good shows you guys come back to us so make sure you hit them up for all of your uh digital graphical marketing needs digital click is the way yo come check us out next week because i know we got another big boy show on wednesday with binge worthy that's definitely in the mix and of course we're going to keep you up to date regarding all the additional shows that we have going on as well saturday is a great show for you to check out tech nubians yo it's really cool it's, it's tons of fun you get to see people of color in the gaming space uh yo drop gems on you and it's it's cool it's kind of like being a fly on the wall with some really important people uh my man chuck is a part of that team as well hey boss man anything else you want to say to the people i don't know just good night hope to see y'all right. soon absolutely good night god bless y'all and i'm about to go get my elden ring on Mm -hmm. (laughs) we out